previously on Talk to Dad. Oh, hello, Mr. Moose. Crawling toward death. And then if anyone asks about that, then they'll get guillotined. Be careful with all of the above. Birthday parties, staph infections, and guillotines. It doesn't matter whether you have a brain made of meat in your head. Who knows? All your eyelashes could actually be bacteria. Yeah. Now I want watermelon and hot dogs. Would you have any gray poupon? But of course. That was the best thing I've ever eaten. <laughs> Talk to Dad. Hello and welcome to the Talk Dad Podcast, episode 280. I've got Elizabeth here with me. Hey. hey. And also Will. Hello. I think a important detail we should mention about this podcast is it had to be delayed for like a solid 15 minutes, just because Maisie would not stop just eating her food in the background. Yes. She was going at it. She's like three feet away from Dad. We did so. have a, a delay. <laughs> a Maisie delay. A Maisie delay. Anytime we sit down for a podcast, she decides that is the time to start chewing on kibble and drinking her water. And what? today, it was a good five, ten minutes. She just sat there eating mm-hmm. very slowly. Slurping up making water. Making it all about her. Well, I think she's like, oh, everyone's at the din- everyone's at the dinner table. Like, it's time now, to now eat. It's time to time eat. Time to chow down. I guess she she just Maybe doesn't know what we're but doing. I don't with her feel like she equipment. does that when we sit down to eat. I don't well, know. No, Maybe she, she does, and I don't notice it because I'm not worried about it being super loud in the background. It's more for like late lunches, I guess. Here we are in Frisco, Texas. It's very very hot outside. It's been so so hot. Yeah, it has. Will. Been winces when i mention our hometown because i think he's afraid someone's gonna track us down somebody's I mean, been trained well I already for got people tracking internet me down. hygiene i guess yeah. but mm. here we are i don't live in frisco somewhere in the town of frisco so texas we don't where do you live. exactly where we live uh well i just moved so you'll never and here in frisco it's extremely hot out yeah a few days back i changed our message board to <laughs> it's hotter than ellipses and then a message, and then ellipses outside. And what I, the original post was, it's hotter than Satan's pizza oven outside. <laughs> and Will and Henry both got super technical and were like, is the pizza oven outside or is it inside? I, I actually didn't realize that that wasn't the... It's actually... Like, it's actually like I thought you were actually saying it's Satan's... inside, but there's no proper ventilation system. Well, I thought you meant like... In, in hell, there's no like... Uh, it's extremely hot outside was a thing. I thought you meant by the we ellipses. We were looking for a metaphor or a simile. I thought by the ellipses you meant like Satan's pizza oven outside. Like that's supposed to like like add to it? No. <laughs> <laughs> and then I look over just now and someone, <laughs> I, I suspect get, Elizabeth. I was starting to get hurt because nobody had acknowledged it yet. I su- suspect Elizabeth has changed it to it is hotter then Hollywood heart- heartthrob Danny DeVito outside. And Danny That's DeVito has like little hearts little around heart it. Yeah. I, know, I thought that hot. was a nice touch. I think he's pretty smoking. I mean, Do you not think that Danny DeVito is... Oh wait, DeVito no, is... I said that wrong. It's it's definitely hotter. Yeah. I don't know oh, if it's hotter. Four feet, seven inches of him. Yeah. How, how tall do you think Danny DeVito is? Oh, definitely below three feet. I saw a website. I love that little guy. On the internet. There. You know how the, on the internet there are lots of websites? No, tell me about that. There was a website <laughs> that was devoted to trying to convince people that Danny DeVito was actually 6'2". And so they had like resized him in all the photographs. He just has like <laughs> weird Standing next to other people and saying, 
It's a little known fact that Danny DeVito is actually 6'2". Was this like a joke? Yes. Okay, okay. Do you think somebody would do that? Just go on the internet and tell lies? It's a good meme. What kind of sick person? How tall is Danny DeVito? We're Danny DeVito is 4 feet 10 inches tall. In he's 4, four feet 10. So he's under under 5 feet. Is he taller or he's shorter like than Grandma Bear? Shorter than me. He's shorter than Grandma Bear. Grandma yeah. Bear is almost 5'1". She's like 5 foot and a half inch. I always think that so she's... So he's a good couple inches shorter than yeah, yeah. your it... grandmother. And like his, his wife is definitely taller than him. Which I think is Rhea Perlman. Rhea Perlman. Yeah. They were both in the show Taxi together. And she's pretty short too, but she, well, let's see. <laughs> let's let's How see. How tall is Rhea Perlman? Rhea Perlman is five feet tall. Yes. Oh, so she is two inches taller than Danny DeVito. It'd be hilarious if she was like six foot. That'd be, that'd be adorable. <laughs> We're trying this podcast off pretty strong. If Danny it's DeVito like was taller, the... he would, he would be. Like he would. He would. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't even be a contest for the the sexiest man alive. <laughs> the hottest man. It wouldn't in be fair. It wouldn't be fair to like the Brad Pitts or like Hugh Jackman. Well, but because Danny so if he's like, wearing like lift shoes, then it's too much. He can't. He's I been mean, forbidden. The thing is, though, like Danny DeVito, like kind of cheats because it's kind of like transcended, like mankind. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, There's something transcendent about uh, yeah. Danny DeVito's swagger. It's like his, like, his short king swagger. Yeah. The fact that Danny DeVito has been able to work consistently throughout his career, like starting in the 1960s, yeah. means he's probably a pretty good guy. Like he's, someone yeah. that people enjoy being around. And Actually, his, I, I... And have, he is a good actor. I'll give yeah. him that long without getting like, there's like anything a famous, inflammatory there's, put out about him. Yeah. Well, there's a famous story about um, Matilda, the, the children's movie based on the Roald Dahl book, because he was in that as the uh-huh. horrible dad. Um, the child actor who played Matilda, like her mom was like pretty sick during the filming of that. And like, uh, I think she was a single mom. So like during that whole filming, he, she like stayed over at his and Rhea Perlman's house and like, kind of like took care of her and was able to like send a, um, advanced copy. What is her name? Mara, Mara. That's funny that he was playing like the terrible dad in the movie when he was. Can't remember. She was a child. I I think she's still acting things. Mara Wilson. Yeah. Mara Wilson. Yeah. Um, and like he, he was able to get an advanced copy to send to her mom in the hospital to, so that she could see the movie before she died. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah. That's really funny that he was playing like the, like cruel and terrible. Oh, like, he always plays like kind of slimy characters, I think. Or at least like the ones that, the roles yeah. that I know of, like Always Sunny in Philadelphia, he plays like He's always kind of this a feral can- goblin cantankerous guy. kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> curmudgeon. He always plays the curmudgeon character. I don't know what any of these words mean. You don't know what I, I get the spirit. Uh, study up for your SATs then. Jeez, didn't you <laughs> I, graduate high school? Yeah, I did my SATs. Read more. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna get on my my mom uh rant. We we all took like a I posted this at like three in the morning because oh I'm in Um it was like this this vocabulary test to like see how wide your vocabulary oh, yeah. was. Uh, and I got like a pretty good score. it to the family score, group chat. And Phoebe got like a pretty good score. And I got and a then, pretty good score. And then mom yeah. like totally, mom I think she got a perfect literally score. Literally got honestly. a perfect score. I don't score. think she missed a single and, She um, didn't miss a single, single one. Question. But she like, she reads constantly. Yeah. Constantly, and I also took constantly. it. And, uh, <laughs> and she not only reads constantly, but she also sometimes reads like older books. Like, yeah. So yeah. you get like, like older English books where you get a lot of words that we don't, See in regular everyday modern life. Exactly. Whenever you play yeah. bananagrams, like, you're always fighting over yeah. like, the words that she puts down because she has 
yeah. good vocabulary. Yeah, she kind of owns. She kind of owns it. Um, bookworm too. When Popcap Games is still up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, Will Will and Henry got. Um, no, Henry I did decent. Henry, it was just mine was like completely like like it was a huge outlier. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah, for whatever reason, which I'm almost inclined to think it was a, a fluke. But mom was, was like very was much after that because we went on vacation like right after that and like whole vacation. I remember she was like, "You should read more, Will. You should be like reading a book right <laughs> no, now. Why I, are I you won reading the quiz three books by a lot. right now?" It was it was just rigged. Yeah, totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I definitely like smacked myself in the head. I was like, oh, I hit antonym when I should have hit synonym or something like that. I think that. I had like yeah, one yeah. moment like that. But. I feel like if you don't know what an antonym and a synonym is, you'll do very badly on that quiz. If you don't know what like, an antonym and a synonym is, like graduate from fourth grade already. Yeah. That is where the, the first stumble will be in your vocabulary. And yeah. quiz. to be clear, to be fair to any listeners who might not know, like a synonym is a kind of spice that's related to cinnamon. Mm-hmm. And an, and an antonym, antonym is toast with sugar. An antonym is a kind of ant. It's actually, it's all, it's a kind of ant, but it's also like, your aunt's aunt, that's your antonym. Well, yeah, they called it that because, like, Especially the, the antonym, like, well, it's like the term Black Widow, like, like the antonym. Oh, She's Irish. The antonym animal actually hangs out with, like, his aunt's aunt a lot. Yeah, that's why um, it's called that, actually. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like Black Widow, how the spiders are widows. So. That is the yeah. entomology of that word. I feel like we're doing, like, <laughs> entomology. I love, I love spreading misinformation on we're this doing, podcast. We're doing, like, magical <laughs> I'm movie about, I love, like, magical Retheming this podcast as a disinformation and Danny DeVito podcast. They should, they should, we <laughs> should amazing. rename it to uh, Lies Your Daddy Told You. This is, this is like magical word definition. Lies that Danny DeVito told you. Minute. <laughs> Lies that your dad Danny DeVito told you. Yes. That's just the name of the And episode. your antonym Rhea Perlman. <laughs> yes. You have a complicated family. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here we are. As I mentioned earlier, it is very hot outside. So but hot. I look outside and I see that we now have a swimming pool and it makes me feel not as hot. Because <laughs> I know at any moment I could just go jump into that swimming pool. And it really does help. You know what's nice about it being hot here now? Because you don't have to move in to a new place that's up a flight and a half of stairs. Hey, we helped that's you move in, though. Yes. That's true. So, that's true. I mean, you probably did most of Elizabeth moving in, just but. moved. Yeah. You moved from a first story apartment to a second story apartment. Mm-hmm. Which I don't regret. Which will be okay now that you're moved in. Yeah. But the move is the hard thing. Yeah. You need to do the thing. And you wouldn't uh, think like just one floor up doesn't seem so bad, but it's like, it was like three different stairs because it was like up one stair, turn a corner, up one stair, turn a corner, up just a few more no, stairs. No, it, it wasn't. It was it two wasn't, turns, right? No, it wasn't two turns. Was it just one turn? It was just one turn. And then you had to turn, I guess, once you got up the stairs to like yeah. face so there's just the one apartment. landing. I was thinking like there were It's just landings. one landing, yeah. Okay. But you need to do like, yeah, I can't imagine trying to move like, like 10 times more stuff than what we did. But, um, yeah. what you need to do is like, you know how in Animal Crossing they'll have the little like presents that like are on balloons? You have to like get a slingshot to pop it. Yeah. You need to just like send all of your <laughs> stuff up like that. And just get a slingshot. Actually, um, that was something similar to that was proposed in a hundred percent serious by one of our friends. <laughs> um, because, uh, we had an old entertainment center. Um, so Jamie's dad is Were like, you thinking catapult or trebuchet? <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. I'm in a little story here. I'm uh, <laughs> We're just trying to get some clarification. Uh, so we had an old entertainment center that was like, it was pretty massive. Yeah, and very solid and, and very heavy solid. Looking. Very, well, it actually wasn't that heavy. Um, it was just very big. 
And we hired movers um, to move that in our couch and um, our mattresses and box spring, whatever. And like, they saw the the thing and they like talked to themselves and they're like, yeah, we can't actually move that. That's a four person job. And uh, really? Yes. As movers, they couldn't move. As it. movers, they could Dang. not move it. <laughs> that sort of disqualifies them for the profession. Right. I think. Right, so yeah. they, we we convinced them to like because it just, was big, but it wasn't like massively it huger than other people's. It, it really was not. They just say like every time they. Well, and they they it. said, well, the reason that we can't move it is because it was marked as a large, uh, and this is actually an extra large. And Jamie was like, okay, well, <laughs> it didn't say dimensions on the website for what qualifies as large versus extra large, so I just wrote the dimensions in the description, and they're like, well, we didn't see any dimensions and. Mm. It was a whole deal. <laughs> anyway, they brought it to our apartment, um, but they couldn't get it. Like they they wouldn't move it up the stairs. Um, so we got like four friends, and we were all trying to move it up the stairs. And we realized, okay, this is going to be more tricky than we thought. And like we were all thinking about it, and I was like, well, what if we kind of tilt it and like you know kind of shimmy it up this way? And Jamie was like, well, what if we got a moving blanket and like put it under there and we kind of moved it up that way? And one of our friends, bless her soul. Uh, <laughs> Was like, well, in movies, when they oh have gosh. to move like a grand piano, they usually hook it up to a bunch of like ropes and they pull it up. And we all just look at her and we're like, Becca, <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what? I do have a lot of empathy with the story because I'm an extra large and sometimes I try to pass as a large. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we ended up basically just going like, uh, no, this isn't going to work. And we went to Ikea and we bought like a whole different entertainment center and just left it out by the dumpster. Long story short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ikea to the rescue. Ikea to the rescue. And then you yeah. just put it together in your apartment. Yeah. Which I really like putting together Ikea furniture. You know your way around an Allen wrench? I do. Um, the only thing about it is that I get very territorial. So if anybody's like, oh, here, I can help you. Like, let me just move this. I'm like, no. No, I will ask for your help. I like putting together Ikea furniture too. And I feel like Ikea, people like to rip on Ikea and the instructions, but I think the instructions are genius. The instructions are perfectly fine. Because the fact that they can explain exactly how to put together without using any words is amazing. Yeah, like maybe... The pictographs are really well done. Yeah, maybe you're just visually illiterate, Brett. Now, if you don't really follow along too closely and you end up with like... Lots of extra pieces. That's a problem. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. the extra yeah, pieces are just safety because they want you to like attach it to the wall so that you don't pull it down on yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which but. I don't really feel the need to do that with a lot of our furniture. Some furniture, it's like okay, yeah, this probably should be mounted to the wall. But other ones, I'm like, eh, it'll, it'll be probably okay. it'll probably be fine. We don't have kids. We have like a cat that weighs like four pounds. Yeah, your on cat's a chunky probably day. not going to be able to pull it. You know, no, no, not after like, we put all the stuff in there. We have like foldable tables or foldable chairs or like even like foldable tents. We need to just start making like everything foldable. Exactly. Yeah. There, there's even like in some like New York lofts, like, like chair, like beds that fold like up into the wall. I thought that yeah. was a pretty cool. The Murphy idea. bed. Yes. Yeah. I would be a little bit worried that, um, I would become like flat Stanley. <laughs> and it would like just spring up and like squish me flat like a bug. Seems like that always happened on cartoons. Like totally, the Murphy yeah. bed, yeah. and then the Murphy bed would boing. I, I, and then they would have to get up and. Blah, 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 blah. I get that worry <laughs> whenever I'm like out. on the bottom bunk of a bunk bed. Like I'm worried it's just gonna like crash down. Little collapse on you. Yeah. 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 
But then if you're on the top bunk, you're always worried you're going to roll out. No, then I worry. Why is it we all are afraid of rolling out of the top bunk of a bunk bed? I'm not worried about rolling out. You You never worry about rolling out of bed when you're... On a regular bed, and it's really the same dimensions. Sometimes I'm not worried, worried about, about that. that. I'm worried about like it falling <laughs> down and squashing someone underneath. Yeah. Why? I mean, have you ever done that before? When? Like every day. I have practice. I, I gotta, used to. I gotta know what it's like for the, the real thing. I used to sleep in a bunk bed when I was a kid, and my brother, Brian, who was like four years older than me, would sleep on the top bunk. And sometimes I would annoy him by like, kicking his bed oh yeah i do that i was kind of mean to my older brother my older brother was generally pretty nice to me although he did like to wrestle me which is why i ended up being a wrestler but yeah sometimes i would just pester him and kick him oh i would do that i would do that to phoebe sometimes but she would she would like it because i wasn't allowed to sleep i wasn't allowed to sleep on the top bunk because i sleepwalk Uh well i i don't anymore i don't think apparently i (laughs) Apparently, I still sleep talk, according to yeah. Jamie, and also according to everybody who shared a room with me on the family trip, because I sat up, screamed, and they went, sorry, and went back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, there are two people on this podcast that do that, and I'm not one yeah. of them. Yeah. You're outnumbered. Sometimes, yeah, it's if, I'm, if I'm up and Will is asleep, I'll walk past his room and I'll hear, hippopotamus, and then just nothing else. I'll be like, you okay? Nothing. Apparently, I, I like will say something like kind of scary. Yeah. I like I'll like sit up. Like Jamie will be like on Instagram or whatever, just scrolling before bed, and I'll like sit up and go like he's right over there, and then like <laughs> <laughs> fall like go back to sleep. There's, See, a, there's a guy on TikTok that um, talks in his sleep and yeah. he like puts sets up cameras so he can record it, and then there's, he puts them on TikTok. I found another after you showed me that account. I found another account with like somebody like records their like sleepwalking sessions and it's also very funny because she has like dogs and the dogs are so confused every time <laughs> See, looking Dad, for this account because one of the recent ones was pretty funny Dad, i appreciate they do that when i'm asleep because i much prefer it's called it sleep yeller <laughs> but i much prefer it to when i'm like falling asleep at like midnight but i'm like not asleep yet and a mom will like come by my room and yell like will are you asleep Actually, just like call my name. If I don't respond, she'll like keep on calling my name. Do you get um? Oh, here's here's the one that I saw recently that I thought was pretty funny. He has captions, which help because sometimes you can't hear it really cl- clearly. Hey! Oh! 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 Uh, oh! 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 Gosh! Huh? Carrying one side of a phone conversation. Says ducks in here. (laughs) Where to go? (laughs) And then where to go? Hey, oh, 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 oh! I found it again. Oh, do you? Do you? Either of you get? Um, do either of y'all like right as you're falling asleep hear like hypnagogic? I think it's called hypnagogic music. Or like hypnagogic hypnagogic pop is a. I don't know if music, but definitely like like noises. Oh, yeah. like I'll hear like just random background noises, then I'll be like, "Oh, that those aren't really there. I'm just like falling asleep." The other night, I had like it was like a few weeks ago. I started just like, like my, I guess my brain just started inventing just this like sort of rap rock song where this like older guy was just like spitting bars, and I remember thinking like, "Whoa, this is like great." <laughs> this like, is awesome. Do you ever like? Okay, I used to keep like a journal like right behind <laughs> beside my bed, and I yeah. would like because I get like a lot of really good like writing ideas. 
like in my dreams or whatever. So I'll like write down, do you ever like write down something like at 3am that you think is like the best oh, idea yeah. ever? And then you wake up and you're like, what is cowboy pants party? <laughs> my favorite is one that I wrote at like midnight it's before the I went to bed. best short story ever. <laughs> my favorite is when I wrote, um, a, like, it was like an allegory about three different robots that had different names, but it was supposed to be a metaphor for like, like historical discourse between Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. <laughs> wow. You know what, Will? Tell me about so the Jewish weird. robot a little more. <laughs> so I have this thing when I'm trying to go to sleep sometimes, and this is, I guess, a, a window into the way my brain works, mm-hmm. but if I know I have to get to sleep, and I, I usually I don't have too many issues with um, insomnia, unless I get like really into my head and I'm like, all right, I have to go to sleep now. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'll do this thing where I'm I'm laying down, my eyes are closed, and I can tell I'm starting to drift into sleep because my thoughts get really weird. Yeah. And then I think, yeah. oh, good, my thoughts are getting weird. I'm about to go to sleep. But Immediately then that, like, snaps yeah. me out of it. Yeah, I do like, that, too. You're always like, yeah, I'm like, I'm dang, I was there, and then I thought about it, and now I'm not there anymore. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be in bed and, like, being, like, about to brush my teeth, but I never do. I'm told that that's like an ADHD thing. I don't know. But I'll be like, eh, I don't want to get to brush my teeth. And I'll just kind of start drifting into like sleep thoughts, but I can still kind of wake, I can still kind of like get myself up if I want to. Yeah. I'll just be like, ah, oh, this feels so nice though. It, it's a really weird like stage where I can like control whether or not I'm like in bed, but I'm still kind of drifting off. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's weird. But there's like, there's a, a whole, you mentioned this earlier, like a whole genre of, and subgenres of music that's supposed to resemble the type of like auditory hallucinations that you have, like right before you're going to sleep, where like a lot of people will hear like music. I used to hear like piano noises from a different room, kind yeah. of like muffled yeah. piano. Um, or like a really common one is somebody like shouting my name, like mom. Oh yeah, like shouting like my name, and I'll like wake up and I'm like, what? what, what, what do you want? And then I'll be like, oh no, <laughs> and it's like, whoa, I actually like heard that. Yeah, I I actually sometimes have like scary like auditory hallucinations, like you know, growling or like monster noises. I think yeah. like hypnagogic pop is more kind of about like, I mean, it eventually became like vaporwave. So I think it's kind of more about like kind of like vaguely feeling like nostalgic, but not being able to. Like, yeah, yeah, it's the same thing as like liminal book. spaces or. um so the thing where you can hear music and your brain's like creating this music that's not really there, it something sort of related to that. For like most of my life, like you know when you have like your eyes closed and especially if you're like pushing against your eyelids and you you can see all these patterns. Yeah. For most yeah. of my life, I sort of thought that like those patterns were actually there and then one day I realized those patterns aren't there. It's just random like lights wait. and lights and shadows and my brain is creating the pattern. Okay, wait, wait. What do you mean actually there? What's really weird is so like, like like on the backs of your eyelids? Or? Like I don't know, little spirals or like pixelated. I think some of the is there. Well, yeah, but I like mean, what, but but your brain is like making it more geometric. Does this it, make it is any really sense weird. to anyone or am I just being strange? No, no I, I, I know I, what you mean. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand what you mean. Like, I don't understand what you mean by actually there. If you close your eyes, there's random shapes and lights and stuff. Yeah, like after image and like. But they're not like, they're not like in any, they don't form any sort of pattern unless you think about it and you sort of impose a pattern on it. Oh, like looking for shapes in the clouds types? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Except like, I always thought it was like, I mean, I can see like zigzags or like, I I don't know. When you close your eyes, checkerboards or press down on your things flying around, shapes flying around. If you do that, then like everything looks like a, it looks like, you know, the, when like YouTube was full of those like, 
watch this video and you'll be hypnotized and have these spirals and none of them work. But like, exactly. it looks like that. Yeah, like that. I've never watched but, this video. But there's not going to actually be patterns on the back of your eyelids. It's your brain is like so taking thought, what's there and creating. I don't know. I just yeah. sort of never really thought about it before. And then no, one day I thought no. about it and went, oh yeah, it's not actually like in a pattern. It's just my brain is. I used to think yeah. that no, like once I noticed that and became aware of it, I was like, Nobody has ever talked about this before, so that must mean that I'm the only person in the world <laughs> that this happens to. And like, you're the chosen. I link. must, I must be insane. How old were you when you last had the thought? My life is just like a play that other and other people are acting on it. And when I leave the room, they're just like study their scripts. What? Never. What? Never. You never had that thought. Like, no. When I was about three or four, and I think it's a really common. Wait, wait. Thing. Okay, no, it's no. It's like a form of. Um, well, the um oh what's that that movie with Jim Carrey? Yeah, like a Truman Show. Yes, Truman like Show, it's like yeah. a Truman Show effect. Yeah, but it's a form of solipsism where you believe like you're the only person who's genuinely living a life, and everyone else is just like actors yeah, like, in your life. Like we've all had the feeling of like, oh, what if I'm the only real person here? But not like exactly. But uh, see, you have a lot that's of like, like lore around it. But that's like a common developmental no. thing. Like when you're a really little yeah. kid. Like it, w- yeah. it wasn't like when I was older. It was like when I was maybe three or four, and I was like, what if everyone is just acting out for me? I think no. I I definitely did get that, but it was different. It wasn't like a play. It was, I was both simultaneously way more paranoid and way more egotistical. <laughs> so <laughs> I would either think that I was in like a matrix type dream, which yeah. I definitely grew out of because I realized other people do and say the most crazy crap that I could not make yeah. up myself. That was, or, and I think like I rationalized it as like, well, why would they create these complex scripts that don't really have anything to do with me? Exactly, yeah. yeah. But like the other thing that I would think of, and this was like really, <laughs> this is going to sound completely insane. But like <laughs> I had this persistent, like ongoing belief, and this has nothing to do. This this has fully only to do with me. This has nothing to do with like how like good you and mom were like as parents. <laughs> um, I just want to get that out. <laughs> how good or bad or how or good or bad? It had nothing to do with y'all okay. at all. Um. I had this like persistent belief that you and mom and like sometimes other adults were actually like aliens <laughs> control who had replaced the original humans. You know, and there's were, an like, actual there's, medical disorder, like mental disorder. That's like, Oh, Hall fully aware. Now. Someone fully that I, aware. I am intimately close with has been replaced with a, yes, exactly. But copy, like, it was very like complex. Like the, um, the, the alien would be like piloting like a meat suit and, and they would like, every time that you would like say something nice to me, like, oh, thank you for this. Like the, the alien would say like something the opposite of that. They'd be like, you're a horrible little girl and I hate you. And it would come out like, wow, I really like you as a daughter or whatever. <laughs> and so like in my mind, the way to fix this, and I think mom found this at one point, which was, uh, probably pretty, Weird for her. Um, <laughs> we had like this fake, um, uh, suitcase that <laughs> this is, this is girl growing completely unhinged. This is like revealing way more of my like deep psychology than I probably should. <laughs> but I, there's like this little fake, like, you know, decorative suitcase that we kept in Will's room when this he was a baby. Story. And I would like eat most of my lunch, but like saved like two carrot sticks every single day. And I would like hide them in there because I was like, at some point this is going to come to a head and like the aliens are going to try and replace me and Phoebe. So we're going to like me and Phoebe are going to have to like run away. Did Phoebe know about this? No, I didn't tell her. I didn't tell anybody. (laughs) 
Probably for the best. Yeah, and I started like drawing maps of our neighborhood just in case we needed to. I remember. Um, so you had a go bag that was carrot sticks, just carrot, carrot sticks, carrot sticks, and like raisin packs, and like I didn't know that they would get like moldy and stuff. But like yeah. mom found them, and was like, "Why is there a ton of like moldy carrot sticks in here?" And she threw it out, Did and you- I was like, "She's on to me." Wait, so like you you were kind of like still like agnostic on it, right? Like you're just like, "What if?" Agnostic. Like- well. The thing about like these these intimate like fantasy scenarios that I would create in my mind was that like I didn't really truly believe them because but you otherwise don't have to yeah. reality check them right because well, you're, not you're a child you're a child you don't really nothing's really real when you're a child I remember like things became real when I was around twelve yeah up until that point it's like I can just make up whatever and that's real now well yeah it's you like know? how like sometimes I'll you have know? like yeah I'll have like things I believe are like lucky numbers or like certain rituals or stuff I. It, it might be like some like OCD symptoms. I don't know, but um, uh, I think like I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. Pretty much everybody it's like has any that kind of extent. superstition. It's like, do you truly believe yeah. it? Like, you know. But I'll start like something you would base super important decisions on. Probably not, but yeah. I mean, yeah, it's but not I'll start anything, and why not? Yeah, like I'll, like for when example, I'm drawing, I'll do like a certain number of something on there. I'll start like praying like ten times in a row in my head and just get like stuck to that or stuff like that yeah yeah yeah. or like and, i like, do my thing with laser corners where you like have to fill every corner or you have to like touch no every no i have to step around because <laughs> i know what you're talking about okay thank you my oh brain works thank you this way. okay yeah because like, like there's the way you lasers. position your feet so that like especially on it's tile parallel and not like perpendicular to something yeah it's kind of similar at kimberlin um the elementary school that i went to when i was a kid they had like a pattern of red tiles like clustered together and white tiles and like everybody in the school knew that the red tiles were lava and you had to jump over them, especially cause they were clustered in like big squares. Why do kids squares. know that without anyone telling them? Yeah. Why? The floor is lava. Why is the floor is lava a universal game? At least in the West. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it is like probably around here. the world. Probably yeah, around the world. Probably yeah. Universal thing. I think it's because like kids it's a pretty have simple concept. this instinctive, like way to like gamify everything, Yeah, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, and I think, like, th- like genuinely through play is, like, how they learn, like, most of their surroundings yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, even, like, simple tasks. Um, I forgot where I was going with this. Uh, laser. Laser. <laughs> laser. Cor- oh, yes. Corners. But, like, little patterns like that. Like, I think as we grow older, we don't necessarily discard all of those. I think we keep them. Even the stuff where we're, like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, for yeah. example, like, Jamie collects rocks. And they have, like, specific lucky rocks. And, like, they fully don't believe in, like, crystal healing or whatever. They're just like, this is my confidence rock. And yeah. I know it doesn't make any it's sense. feel better having well, there's- it. But I'm going to put it in my pocket today because this is my confidence rock and I have a job interview today. And I feel better having it. Well, I thought and about this And it's harmless and it's just, like, a cute little rock. And, like, there's levels of, like, believing something. Yeah. Like, there's, like, kind of... Like being like it's just like little like rituals or whatever, and like kind of knowing that like you know it doesn't do anything, but still like on some level, it makes your monkey brain feel better. Yeah, it's just the way humans work. I think. Yeah, that, that's a good way of putting it. Like it just makes you feel better. Yeah. Can I give a shout out to someone? <laughs> is it to your wife? It is actually. Oh really? <laughs> because I think that your mom is a oh, hero, yeah. and I don't want her to go unnoticed for her Absolutely. heroism for throwing out my for both carrots. of you. <laughs> She's a hero for both of you, and it both involves her going well out of her way to drive you somewhere. When we went to Utah, you and I both drove, and I'm looking at uh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, Yes. No, we both flew. Sorry. We both flew to Utah. We were supposed to go to this little airport, and there were 
a lot of miscommunications with travel both ways. But we were supposed to fly back together, but we didn't actually book the same flight. And um, you were supposed to leave in the morning. I was supposed to leave in the afternoon. Which I didn't think was a problem because I have no idea where anything in Utah is relative to each other. Until we realized the night before that you have to get somewhere that's like five hours away and no one was heading that direction. Yeah. And we tried to rebook it and travel airline customer oh service is such a nightmare. What's Awful. the deal? What's the deal? Yes. But airline your service. mother, hero that she is, woke mm-hmm. up super early, drove you there, drove all the way back to where we were, ended up spending basically the whole day driving to make sure you made your flight. Similar situation last night where Will and Henry and I went to a concert. And I was, like, scrambling, like, the entire week. Dad yeah, texted me and last it was, Monday, it like, was partly my fault. Yeah, Maybe but, even know. mostly my fault, because I forgot to put it on the family calendar, which is... <laughs> which mom always... <laughs> which is, like... Told us about. Is a venal sin or a carnal sin worse? None of those were English. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there are venal before, under, just... like, Catholic... Oh yeah, like oh, like sin by like there's omission. There's venal sins and oh, you, like don't do something, sins. and that's like why it's bad. Uh, have to carnal look it is like gross stuff, right? So I don't. No. No. I, I don't think so. Carnal sins is when you eat too much carne asada. Or sometimes oh. carnal sins are yeah, mortal. Yeah, I think sins. you got it. So carnal sins are worse, are less serious than venal sins. Really? Yes. Huh. Um, so was it a carnal or a venal sin? I don't think like going into like Wait, Catholic no, I might have theology that is. I might have that backwards. Anyway, that relevant. it's like a lesser sin in our family to like not put something on the family calendar. But sometimes it can result in situations like this was a concert that got rescheduled. We were going to see Animal Collective. Yeah, and I was which rushing to Will, one of his favorite bands. Even not, though I not one of my favorite okay. bands, I think Henry is kind of in between the two of us. I've listened to their entire most of their discography. It's gigantic. There's a lot of it that I really don't like. Okay, we're not going to turn this into just, an animal collective okay, podcast. I'm sorry. But well, we were just talking about like Catholic theology only briefly, and then we, we touched on it. We touched, okay. but we were going to see this animal collective. It got canceled. It was supposed to be a month ago, and it got canceled because of COVID. Because one of the band members got COVID, and then they rescheduled it. And I had the old concert on the calendar, but I did forgot to put the new concert on the calendar. And because I didn't do that, Will didn't ask for it off work. So he had to work that night. And he spent the whole week trying to find someone to sub for him. Never oh, found so anyone to sub for him. But his mother, the hero that she is, um, told him, well, I can pick you up at work. And it would help if you can get off work a little bit early. But But I will drive. Henry and I drove down so we could, like, you know eat dinner, be in when the doors opened. And I was, it actually helped that I was kind of like asking people and stuff. Cause then they kind of knew that I was trying to like figure that out because mm-hmm. as I was walking to work, like literally at the mall, I got a call from one of the team leaders saying like, Hey, are you still going to work? And I said like, yeah, but I might need to get off early. And they're like, they're super nice about it. I work with really nice people. And they let you off early. And then your yeah. mom drove you down to downtown Dallas, not downtown, drove you to Dallas and you made it to the concert. You missed the opening band, but you were there for the entire anim- Animal Collective set mm-hmm. solely because your mom is a hero. Yeah, so yeah. she's awesome. She will be listening to this podcast, and I just don't want her to go <laughs> unnoticed that her heroism. Oh, yeah, totally. Shout out to mom who's, I feel like, an unsung hero in like a lot of In a lot of oh, ways. Oh, yeah. She, I feel like she like kind of goes behind the scenes on a lot of stuff. Yeah. 
Yes. And like really, really like we're excited to do and like, I definitely, I definitely think that needed to be said. However, I do know ADHD <laughs> is incredibly heritable because none of that <laughs> yeah. was related to anything that we were talking about before. No, we're just. It was on my list of things that I wanted to mention before okay, we get okay. the podcast. <laughs> and can we talk I about I did those? have a segue at one point when you said, the nice thing is, and then I was going to say, you know what else is nice? <laughs> but it didn't come around, back around to that. And can we like touch briefly on the concert? We can. Um, so It was a good concert. I enjoyed it more than I expected to. Yeah, I have been shamed and mocked endlessly by mom and dad for liking Animal Collective, <laughs> mostly dad. <laughs> They're under the bus. A bit of a hipster band. Yeah, they are kind they're of. They're kind like, of the hipster band. Yeah, I, I feel like sent a text to your mom while we were at the concert. Neutral Milk like Hotel is more of a started. previously. And I said, yeah. this is actually a very diverse crowd because you have young hipsters and old hipsters. It, it was yeah. kind of like hipster central. Yes, um, slightly stoner central too. But um, but uh, I I like made a playlist of stuff they're playing live. They're playing a lot of like new stuff, so I couldn't add everything. But um. Like stuff that they hadn't released yet. Uh, Dad said that he actually liked a lot of the stuff on. The I like their album. new uh, newer album more than their older stuff. Yeah, because it's Personally. a bit more like kind of conve- I say conventional. What I mean by that is like a little more melodic, is how I yeah. Think. yeah. I, it's not. It's still not like you wouldn't mistake it for Bruno Mars. Yeah, yeah you, but you like you listen to it and you're like, oh, this is like almost there's like sort music. of a melody here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like kind of artsy, like indie it's, pop. It's not just like. I don't know. Some, of the, some guy some of the named Ted just, Newton slapping his thighs for 30 minutes. Some of the songs yeah. are just like guitar, bass, and drums. And, you know, with <laughs> a, occasionally like a... Uh, some vocal harmonies. Some like, you know, Russian throat singing or something. A hurdy-gurdy thrown oh, in yeah, there. The hurdy-gurdy is oh, like, hurdy-gurdy's rule. No, the hurdy-gurdy is like, like a primary instrument on that album. Like it's played all throughout the album. <laughs> Sometimes you say it's things ridiculous. and I'm like, that's wild. <laughs> he, he had it there and he played it. He played it a couple of times. Uh, in concert. Maybe I should get into Animal Collective. <laughs> I they love have, the Gertie Gertie. It was pretty good. It was a pretty good concert. Yeah. Panda Bear's a really good drummer. There were some obnoxious people at the concert. And I mean, for some yeah. reason, they decided to set up camp like right next to us. Okay. What kind of obnoxious? Uh, loud, jumping around, bumping people, and also consuming substances that would be blown into the air next to us. Oh, uh, I was yeah. about to say like all, almost all of that is like, semi-normal concert behavior except that yeah. last one is like that sucks i well, mean that happens sometimes it does often happen at concerts hopefully it doesn't happen right next to you though and yeah. it was one of those things where henry yeah. and i went and we got a really good spot and usually you set up your spot you know you camp out in your spot and people respect your boundary a little bit yeah but right before the main band went on this big group of people just come and they they don't respect anyone's spot and they just move in next to us. Like, Ugh. and everyone just yeah. sort of ha- has to like accommodate them. Yeah. The because they were, you could tell confronting them wouldn't be a good move. But yeah, there's a part where, um, Panda Bear, the drummer, he's also like one of the lead vocalists. There's a part where he was like playing the guitar, but I think also like hitting some parts on the drums. Yeah, I think he, I think had he was his also kind of backup singing and, too, and like the hi hat going and playing guitar. He was That's like playing. Gu- he was like playing guitar, doing the drums, and kind of like and like it all sounded really good. Too. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was pretty fun. It was fun. Yeah, my ear, my hearing is not completely recovered, and I feel like it's not because <laughs> the band's music was too loud. More that it was like the people around me were screaming a lot. It did get kind of yeah. loud. At I times. don't understand the person in concert who thinks. 
the best thing to do to show your support for a band is like right in the middle of a song, maybe even the quiet part is just yell as loud as you can. Probably just drunk yeah. people. Yeah. But there's always like that. one drunk guy who decides that he's going to like scream. And it often like this happened at the Julian Baker concert too. It's like, tried to scream like a whole conversation. Like, Ooh, I love you. You're so talented. Yeah. And yeah. she would go like, Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. And, and then he would like try and follow it up and it's like, no, no, n- n- stop. Yeah. And <laughs> that happened a lot at our concert. I actually don't mind it when people sing along because usually like, yeah, that's enthusiasm and usually yeah. you can't hear them over the band. Oh yeah. But the when they're just like screaming as loud as they can, I just, I don't have, I have no, you're just not a good screaming. Dude. Like, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't sound good. The band probably doesn't really even appreciate it because they're trying to play a song, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just anyway, there's a lot of like flashing lights and like really like psychedelic like imagery and stuff. They had a cool stage show. It was really. They had like these like colored canvases that were kind of roped together, so it made sort of like a checkerboard. But but the canvases were separated a little bit, and they had like separate images and what was on the wall. Yeah, they would put an image that was like mapped to the canvases so that what was on the canvas was different from the background and it looked really cool. It was really cool, yeah. It's hard to describe, but it was nice. I saw some of the pictures. It looked it looked really cool. Yeah, it was very did, colorful. Did I tell y'all um when we went to the Stand Atlantic concert in Austin, roughly the same time that you were in Austin, um yeah. after the concert we got to meet the uh, lighting designer. Oh yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, and, like, and Jamie is like kind of into lighting and stuff. So. Jamie does is also a lighting designer, like professionally, but they do yeah. like theatrical productions, which is different oh, yeah, from like true. concerts. Uh-huh. Um, but the entire time, like whenever a song they didn't know came on, I like they had their phone out, and I was like, "Oh, they're taking pictures of the band." No, they were like zooming in on different like lighting instruments and like taking <laughs> pictures of it. And like in between, like one of the songs, I was like, "Hey." What are you doing? <laughs> and they're like, I'm trying to figure out what kind of instrument that is. Like, I wonder if they had like the lighting designer here. And I was like, huh. <laughs> okay. That's so, cool. and it was, it was a very small and concert. Then you guys awesome. Talk to the lighting designer. And then, yeah. So after the concert, like we were just hanging out, there were some people who were near us who were not rude at all. They were very nice. And like, uh-huh. we were sticking around, like kind of just hanging out, talking with them, going like, Oh, where are you from? Whatever. Um, and so we're like right up next to the stage and, uh, the like roadies and tech people are like packing up and I kind of like wave over one of the tech guys. I'm like, Hey, I'm really sorry. This is like a weird question. He's like, no, go ahead. Shoot. And I was like, so do you have like a house lighting designer like that does the venue or do you have one that like travels around with you? And he said, Oh, we have one that travels around with us. Uh, do you want to talk to her? She's just like hanging out backstage. She's got nothing to do. And I was like, Oh, would that be okay? And he's like, yeah, no, she'd love that. And she came out and like started talking and I was, she was like, Hey, what's up? Like, she was I, like, no one ever wants to talk to me. <laughs> exactly. She was like super stoked. She was, uh, cause I was like, Oh, you know, Jamie wanted to like know what kind of lights those were. And Jamie was like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, no, no, this is great. I never get to like talk to anybody about this. Like I'm kind of just doing my own thing in the corner over there. And so like she took us like back to the tech booth and was like showing us like, all the different kinds of stuff. And like Jamie asked about the lighting fixture and she was like, honestly, don't get it. They're not worth the the trouble. They're (laughs) awful. They're awful to work with. Yeah. And like was showing us like all the different like switchboards and stuff. And I was like, wow, that's sure a lot of blinking lights. (laughs) It is super cool. cool. When, when a light shows done really well, 
It's very cool. Yeah, there was like all sorts of cool effects. And she like even was like messing around and like showing us all the effects that she used and stuff. That's awesome. It was really, really That's cool. It's really nice of her. Yeah. It was super, super nice of her. But we stayed for like 30 more minutes after the concert just <laughs> talking to the tech people. That's really sweet. That's very cool. This is going to be a kind of a long podcast. Probably. But I think <laughs> yeah, we need to move on and let's do some news. Now, your tomorrow morning's headlines tonight. All of our stories today have a little bit of a Florida man flair to them. Um, they don't all take place in Florida, but mm. this first story is about Oklahoma man. And the lead to this story, you know what a lead is, right? Well, yeah, it's like yeah, the I first do. paragraph of a story. The lead to the story is a lot and it needs to be unpacked, but I'm just going to read it. A noodler has been arrested on a murder complaint after he confessed to killing another fisherman for trying to feed him Bigfoot along a river in southeast Oklahoma, uh -huh. an OSBI agent reported. First of all, what's a noodle? Was, was that auto-generated? <laughs> no. Do you know what a noodler... Do you know what noodling is? I know is it from, where seeing, you... um, from seeing the social network, which is... If you live in way. northern Texas or Oklahoma, you should probably know what noodling is. Wait, is that, is. is that when you catch a catfish with your bare hands? Oh, wait, never mind. I, I was thinking or is that something else? else? You, like, dangle your arm into a catfish yes. hole. okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking something And the catfish... Different bites onto it and then you grab the catfish from its innards and yank it out. It's just called so nasty noodling. Sounding. Yeah. No, I have heard it's of it. It's an actual before. thing like you fish for um catfish with your bare arm. Mhm. Mm that is what noodling is. So this guy mm. was out there noodling and and <sighs> a couple of other things. He was noodling, and he confessed to killing another noodler, another fisherman, <laughs> because he thought that he needed to feed the fisherman to Bigfoot. Bigfoot was attacking, and he needed to kill, strangle this person so he would have someone to feed to Bigfoot so he wouldn't get eaten. Okay, important question. Was this a sincerely held belief, or was this a man having a psychotic break? Well, deep, deep into the article, <clears throat> there is this sentence. The Pontet Pontotoc County Deputy Sheriff who arrested Sanders on the outstanding warrant Saturday reported he, quote, seemed to be under the influence of illegal drugs. Well, yeah. 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 It seemed like, like he took some drugs that, that like, triggered this some is, kind of psychotic episode. So Larry Doyle Sanders, who is 53 of Atwood, Oklahoma, drew a map and helped provide directions to help searchers find the body of Jimmy Glenn Knighton in a wooden air, wooded area on Sunday. The Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation, that, that's what OSBI stands for. Did you know that there was an Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation? I did not. I mean, I assume that there's one for most states. I, I guess. Know. I mean, here yeah, we have the Texas I Rangers. I Is think that what they do? The equivalent of the Texas <laughs> Rangers. They're now. like mini FBI? They're like the state police, basically, that investigate oh. serious crimes within sort the of, state. Yeah. Um. He had left Saturday afternoon on the South Canadian River to go noodling, a type of fishing done by hand, is all they say. <laughs> um, they don't have time to get in. In an it right interview now. on Sunday, he claimed he had discovered while at the river that Knighton intended to feed him to Sasquatch slash Bigfoot. Okay, well, Special which one Agent is it? Justin Brown wrote. <laughs> Larry advised he believed Jimmy was trying to get away from him so that the Sasquatch could eat Larry. The agent wrote, yeah, Larry would know. not let Jimmy get away. Larry punched Jimmy and struck Jimmy with a <laughs> stick. 
Larry and Jimmy fought for an extended amount of time on the ground. Larry confirmed that he killed Jimmy by choking him to death near the Oh, my gosh. There's just so much. Yes. Oh. He choked him and possibly fired two shots from a pistol. The victim's son said Sanders admitted to getting a fight over being fed to Bigfoot. The deputy sheriff who arrested him, oh, I already mentioned that. The suspect also had outstanding warrants over unpaid fines and two drug-related cases. He was put on probation for five years in 2019 after he was being caught bringing meth into the Potatonic County Jail after a public intoxication arrest. And then it has some helpful information, too, like Bigfoot is a mythical creature most commonly associated with the woods of northwestern United States and western Canada. Oh, but we don't have time to get into what noodling is? (laughs) In Oklahoma, a state legislature unsuccessfully tried last year to establish a Bigfoot hunting season. I think we talked about that on the podcast. It must have been one that I was not on. Because I do not remember that. So, don't go noodling with people who have paranoid thoughts about being fed to Bigfoot. Is kind part of, specific of the advice, moral to the story. Can I say something? Also, don't do drugs. <laughs> don't do drugs. Okay. Yeah. Every time we have a story like this, where it's like kind of a Florida man esque thing, like kind of part of the same like universe or energy, like I feel like the unspoken part, sometimes it's spoken, is like, yeah, they're on drugs. There's a strong like, correlation. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Can I say something controversial? Yes. No. I don't think that Bigfoot is the most interesting cryptid out there. I think he's probably one of the most boring. I think it's pretty interesting. He's just, he's just a big ape guy. I, mean, I think aliens the are like objectively the most interesting, like in UFOs and stuff. You say that, but Poplik Monster. Yeah, no, I, I think Poplik UFOs monster. are really cool. Po- like, Poplik Monster has has a body count. Poplik Monster has killed people. You can't really say that about like Mothman. Or is that two words, Poplik? Yes. And it's terrifying looking, even though it has like a silly name. Like, it's Is like, that a place name? Yeah, it's a place name. Okay. It's, um, it's not a monster that licks the Pope. Yeah, that, no, that's what I was that wondering. No, that would rule. That would be awesome. It would only really be, no. right in tr- be, it's indigenous to the Vatican City. <laughs> yeah, it would be, it would be kind of cute if like instead of there being a conspiracy about like the government being run by losers or anything, it's just a conspiracy about how the Pope just has like, just a secret little pet. Elizabeth, just meets, it's under his hat. Him. He's like a yeah. ratatouille guy. <laughs> Elizabeth, thank you for meeting expectations that every time you come on the podcast, we talk about <laughs> sleeping disorders and cryptids. Yeah. <laughs> can I explain what the public monster is? You can explain is? what the public right. monster is. So he's like a half man, half goat. Like what you imagine but goat man which is. Half, which half? Um, he has the head like of a, a goat pawn. and like the foot feet of a goat. There's it's like a minotaur. So oh, many. It's the middle half that's human. It's this the middle half <laughs> third weird. that's human. This doesn't sound very but, unique at first. But I, I feel like. He, he haunts, um, the, uh, like a railway bridge. And tries to get people to climb up onto the railway. Okay. And he has successfully several times by imitating like screams of w- women and children oh. who are stuck up He's on like the trash. Okay, that's, yeah. that's creepy. Yeah. And yeah. like the, the picture that everybody always associates with him is like super creepy. There's pictures of Bigfoot. Not, there is, but they're like, oh, they're he's real just or not, chilling. Like, but like, yeah, he, he's just a chill guy. He doesn't like kidnap kids or whatever. He's just, he's, he's got just a swagger. A dude. He's got a swagger. And that's what's cool about him is we don't know that much stuff about him. Plus, public monsters from Kentucky, objectively the scariest state. No, I will not elaborate. Loch Ness Monster is dumb and stupid and like easily like, oh, it's branch. Whoa, that is, okay, that is creepy. That is legitimately That scary. is really creepy. 
Public Monster has the highest silly name to scary monster ratio. It looks a little mm-hmm. bit like that creature that was um, photographed outside the Amarillo Zoo that we talked about a couple <gasps> weeks ago. He's migrated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, don't get up onto train tracks for any reason. Like, call Even 911 if you, hear, if you, if you hear some, somebody stuck up there. Yeah, just call 911. Because you might get the cops deal with it. Poplicked. And they'll be like, no, we know about this. We don't go on that bridge at night. <laughs> Yeah. So that is creepy. Does anyone want to share share their story? Will? Um, Also, kind of a Florida man energy. This is not Florida man. This is American tourist. I have a real OG certified Florida man. Okay, but this is like his debut into like the Florida man extended universe. Good for him. This is the origin story or the, I don't know. American tourist miraculously survives fall into Mount Vesuvius. Now, to be fair, this isn't really like it's not like he's like attempting anything like crazy here. Wait he just like yeah. accidentally fell into a volcano. Which who hasn't? Pompeii. Who hasn't? Yeah, you know, I, I haven't. It's not an, an active volcano, Saturday. right? It's it's a dormant volcano. Should I be embarrassed to admit that I've never fallen into a volcano? So it says Philip Carroll was taking a precarious <laughs> selfie when he dropped his phone and fell into a volcano tree. <laughs> creator trying to retrieve it okay, that is pretty embarrassing the context that he was trying to take a selfie is actually pretty embarrassing oh it actually was on a saturday he's a 23 year old tourist from maryland um paulo capelli uh which is why i thought he was like like italian at first maybe just like no paulo capelli someone else he oh is someone yeah. being quoted in the article, oh that was the president of the like vesuvio base who works there and um Apparently they kind of, they kind of like warned them and they gave them like warnings, but they just forged ahead. They went on a trail they weren't supposed to go on, right? Capelli mm-hmm. said, and it's worth noting, I'm not going to do an Italian accent, but I, I am doing the like Italian hand as I say this. So yeah. Luckily that. this is a podcast and so no one has to watch it yeah. except well, Elizabeth and I. But just for flavor, I mean, just luckily. imagine it. Yeah. yeah. Just like, like as you're listening to this, maybe like hold up the, the Italian hand sign. It says, this family took another trail close to Taurus, even if there's a small gate and no access signs. Yeah, this dude's, like, pissed. We're all um, doing it now. We we were all doing the, the Italian hand signs <laughs> yes. for a second. What uh, are you doing? So I took a prohibited path, which um, was departing a nearby town. And when they got to the top, Carol was, like, taking a selfie, which is, like, the classic, like, ultimate. Yeah. Like, stupid like, American to, tourist. Yeah, type. like, way to... Get into something. Hundreds, like, maybe thousands like of people are injured whatever. every year taking selfies. Yeah. Uh, including me, I sprained my wrist. I always, you always hear the stories about the people in Yellowstone that want to take a selfie in front of a buffalo and then they're like, yeah. they're like a bear or something mm. stupid. And we're like, oh boy. Buffalo, oh, that's going. Not, they don't care whether you're taking a selfie or not. No, they are um, made of angry meat yes. and they will kill you. So raising the hand again, Capelli says he tried to recover it, but slipped and it slid a few meters into the crater. He managed to stop his fall, but at that point he was stuck. He was very lucky. If he kept going, he would have plunged 300 meters into the oh, crater. That is... Yeah, that's e- pretty scary. Indeed very lucky. That's like a third of a kilometer. But he survived it and he was able to be pulled out. That, I have no idea how big a kilometer so, is. So, and this part I really love. It says, Mount Vesuvius famously erupted in 79 AD and left nearby the nearby city of Pompeii covered in 23... 23- feet of ash and debris according to cnn (laughs) according to cnn well you can't trust anything (laughs) they say if you believe in all that pompeii nonsense yeah according to (laughs) cnn um like oranges are actually like the color orange Um, i don't know if i buy it a reporter from a msnbc claims the sky is blue lame stream media wants you to think (laughs) i personally don't think the blue exists so 
I, I just love that part. Like, it's not <laughs> even related or anything. It says, while the volcano is still active and the last eruption occurred in 1944, it's currently in repose and unlikely to erupt, to erupt anytime soon. Unlikely, mm. but it probably will. And we're probably all screwed and dead. No, um, I mean, Vesuvius is a long ways from us. So. That's, that's William editorializing, by the way. I don't think it says no, that. No, no, no. I mean, if you're from be- Naples, Italy, it's a little more Well, dangerous. that's the part they edited out. Because they don't want you to know. That I, I don't know. <laughs> the lamestream media doesn't want you to know that we're probably going to be blown up by volcanoes. I'm more worried about Yellowstone personally, but you know. Well, you know, it's just a giant stone that's yellow. It's true. I, I think um, uh, it's that is a really good point, and thank yeah. you for sharing that. You're, you're welcome. Uh, so it's still considered one of the world's most dangerous volcanoes due to physical proximity to major towns like Naples, according to the Guardian. Why does it keep on doing this? Well, if you believe the Guardian. According to the Guardian, it is close to Naples. I think it's actually closer to Rome. <laughs> Maybe they meant according like dangerous to this map because that of I that? looked at, it's close to Naples, Italy. <laughs> yeah, a reporter claims that uh, it's actually near Naples. I haven't. But where's the evidence, huh? They do, they do some serious fact checking in this article. For real. They want you to know what their sources are, which is, you know, yes. probably good journalism, but it's very funny the way it's worded. When I was a kid, I did think that there was a Yellowstone in Yellowstone. So it says Somewhere there must not? be a Yellowstone. There has to be some amount of Yellowstone. I mean, there is in the Grand Canyon of Yellowstone, which is different from the other Grand Canyon, there is some stone that looks yellow oh, where is in the, hue. Where is the Grand Canyon? It's I have no this, idea. Oh, the Grand Canyon is like in Arizona. Arizona, right? The big yeah. Grand Canyon. Why did I think it was in Texas for so long? I don't know, because we drove past it on the way to, back to Texas. Did we? Yeah, yeah, we, we were like once. 20 miles in, away from it, and I was like, do you guys want to go see the Grand Canyon? You're like, no, we just want to go home, so we didn't go. Because <laughs> <laughs> it would have been like you know, 20 miles out of the way and then 20 miles back. Uh, yeah. So I've says... never seen the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Sorry. It says, Carol was rescued by local guides who repelled into the crater and pulled him safe to safety with a rope. He suffered minor injuries, including cuts and bruises on his arms and back. So nothing, like, too serious. Then there's a twist ending that comes out of nowhere and really leaves you hanging. No pun oh. intended, but it is a cliffhanger. Ha-ha, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, the legal ramifications... <laughs> <laughs> just vibing. It's just vibes, you know? Okay, anyway, podcast ever. <laughs> Those legal ramifications, however, might prove more detrimental. Carol and his relatives now face criminal charges for invading <gasps> public land. It just mm. comes like like it's a last trespassing, article. basically. Yeah, yeah. Get pers- criminal charges. He almost died, and then they're like, "And also, you're a criminal." You know, sometimes with like hikers that get lost in the wilderness, if they do it like in places they shouldn't have been, they'll try to like charge them for the cost of search and rescue, which can be really expensive. That's kind of scary. Yeah. I was wondering if this like. might be a similar situation, but now they're just going to charge him with trespassing. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a bit more serious. Yeah, he's like facing criminal charges. But yeah, um, don't take selfies at the top of a volcano because you might Listen fall in the, it and yeah. almost die. Listen to yeah. the locals when they're like, hey, don't go up that mountain trail. Yeah. Just don't do it. Don't do that. Or if you do, just kind of like... Just barely peek over, but don't don't take a selfie. Yeah, be like real. Yeah, because yeah. then you could lose be your careful. phone. Be cautious. Yeah, get down on all fours if you have. Like to. the risk. <laughs> peek over the edge. I, I think the risk of like losing your phone and dropping at like three hundred meters. Just on all fours, is... crawling around like a little creature at the top of Mount Vesuvius. What are you doing? <laughs> okay, you, you couldn't just lose your phone. To be fair, you could also be like wearing a hat that could fall You'll down. You lose your and, hat. Yeah, yeah. The wind can get kick up and. Where where your like least favorite hat? <laughs> Elizabeth, do you have a story for us? I do. I have a story that I think is the best story. Uh, it's one of the 
you know, it might be too early to tell, but I think probably the greatest heists of all time. Oh. Better than Ocean's Eleven. Better than Ocean's Eight. Twelve. Thirteen. 12, better 14, than all 15. seven Oceans. You, any number of those could have been a real movie, and I would have no idea. Better than the Pacific Ocean. I think at least a couple of them were. Probably. I think there was an Ocean's Twelve. Maybe even an Ocean's Thirteen. Better than The Shins. Anyway. What? The, the band. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And so this band. one is genuine certified OG Florida man. Pretended to be Disney World staffer to steal a famous character, police say. Uh, Dad, have you read this article yet? Yes. Okay, William, I'll give you three guesses which character he tried to steal. Uh, I saw the front line, but... Uh, uh, Disney owns Goofy? so much IP, it could be anyone. So many, yeah. True. Goofy? Okay, I, I'll give you a hint. It's not one of the, like the main like Disney characters. It's like okay. a different IP. It's not Disney. Uh, I'm guessing it's under Marvel... Uh, might be, might be. Who are, who are your three guesses? No, I don't think it is. Yeah. It's not. No. It's not Marvel. Um, Buzz Lightyear. Nope. <clears throat> but you're kind of close in a weird way. Okay, so it's like something space related. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, Wally. It's not Wally. That would be a great <clears throat> one to steal, though. I would. You're steal getting Wally. closer, though. You're getting much closer. Yeah. Oh, so it's a robot. Yeah. It's a space robot. Space oh. robot. You're so cl- I genuinely had no idea if you would get this or not, but I think you will. Ooh, I'm definitely going to... Is it more like French toast? <laughs> <laughs> or a toaster? No, 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 never again. It's more like a toaster. If it never was a again. Halloween candy. Okay. So I'm guessing it's from Wally? It's not from Wally. Okay. <clears throat> Is it from Lilo and Stitch? Think about all of the IP that... Lilo and Stitch oh aliens, gosh, not owns. robots. So it might not even it's be It's not like Disney. Pixar. It's not Pixar. It's not Marvel. Oh, it's Star Wars. Yeah. Is it R2-D2? Yeah. Okay, yes. <laughs> yes. Yay, we Yay. did it. Ooh. Now we can move I on. I completely forgot about Star Wars <laughs> somehow. So uh, this guy originally uh, applied to be a security uh, guy at Disney World, did not get the job, but decided, well, what if I just pretend to be a security guy? Uh, he's been accused of stealing a character statue from the park in May, which was, of course, as we discussed, R2-D2. This guy's name is David Emerson Proudfoot. Uh, he was arrested and is facing third-degree grand theft charges. Even his name sounds like a heist. Like right? A, like, like, such a, a cool person. name. This would be such a cool, like... If we they finally just, caught Proudfoot. If, like. <laughs> if, we finally, if we made, like, a movie that was just, like, straight up, like, an intense heist movie, except for how silly the, the topic matter was, I think it'd be great. Okay, Imagine them, like, I have opinions about this story. Okay, so. okay, let me finish up the story, the office, then. And they're like, we caught Proudfoot. So he's facing third-degree grand theft charges and obstruction by false information. After he... Basically, he, he has a Disney name tag, and I assume he dressed up like a security uh, officer. And he attempted to steal Star Wars R2-D2 statue worth up to $10,000, which... Dang. First of all, where are they getting that number from? Like... I mean, if it's in Disney World, it's probably pretty detailed, pretty authentic looking. Probably, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But, like, are they, like, searching up eBay? Like, hey, just a quick poll. What would you guys pay for this? (laughs) Maybe. 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 Um, A, A, you know, (laughs) life-size replica, very detailed. That seems like someone would pay $10,000 for an R2-D2. Yeah, if it's, like, super. And it probably, like, is robotic and can move around, right? 
I don't know. I don't. Or it says a statue. It says a statue. A statue. So, maybe so so maybe not. It's just, I don't but it sounds like a near perfect replica. Then like I get it. Yeah, yeah. So um, he was caught um, looking confused, spotted <laughs> pushing a cart while leaving the Swan and Dolphin Hotel, according to the news outlet. Um, an affidavit said he identified himself with the name of someone who didn't work for Walt Disney World. Um, it doesn't say his own name, so I assume he made up a fake name. Uh, I really want to hear what name he made up on the Joe spot there. Joe Kenobi. <laughs> Joe, uh, and he's like looking around, he's like, trash can. <laughs> uh, he eventually said he was moving the statue uh, and a game machine, quote, on the property. So he also tried to like steal a game machine too. It doesn't say what kind of game machine though. The man said he applied for a Disney World security job uh, and wanted to, he, he tries to save it so bad. He was like, yeah, I was just moving the items to point out security lapses uh, so that he could get a better paying position. How long do you think he had that excuse in his holster? If I'm caught, I'm going to say, Oh, day I one. was just trying to point out the security flaws in your system. Here. Yeah. 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 Um, however, big flaw in that argument. <laughs> um, he, cause he totally said he told police it wasn't his goal to take the ad in from Disney world. Although a search warrant at his home quote, Revealed thousands of dollars worth of stolen items from the theme park. <laughs> that he was only keeping his home to point out the <laughs> security point out, flaws. Yeah, he was eventually going to pull, at you know, Disney reveal World. the whole. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah, doing yeah, a yeah. Little, he's, he's just doing a little trolling. Anyway, he's, a little I, he's my personal hero now. <laughs> um, because, because you like guys who steal. I just the pure audacity like he he was successful until he tried to pull this it is kind of amazing he got away with it considering he is this dumb because you gotta think there's gotta be so many cameras in walt disney world and so many people watching everything everyone does the fact that he managed to get it back to the hotel and and almost get it out of the hotel demonstrably a moron but he (laughs) managed to like get this and he got other stuff home he totally did thousands of dollars worth of stuff there is a lot of Okay, yep, they say thousands of dollars worth of stolen items. It could be like a Dole Whip, a, a souvenir cup, and like... Little figurines, a little figurines. It could be like three of those, badges. and that would be about a thousand dollars. Yeah, probably. Like. I mean, it just in the gift shop, I'm sure it wouldn't be that oh, hard yeah. to pocket. Yeah, just shove some stuff in your pants. That's a thousand dollars worth right there. Boom. Yeah. Especially because it's in your pants. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think that changes the value. Well, yeah. um, I, I don't know where I was going with that. Well, Florida man. Well, Florida man, you know, Godspeed. Godspeed. <laughs> Let's play a game. Do we have time? Do we, have, we always uh, have time for fun. fun drop. We There's have always time for I'm, song. I wasn't hungry when this podcast started. I'm so hungry now. Are we really going to do a game? We're going to do a game. It won't take that long. I've you got a game get, we've never played before on the podcast. You should get a, a, a sound drop of the saw guy saying, would you like to play a game? Oh, we have a drop. For playing a game. But that would be a fun one, is all I'm saying. Shall we play a game? Yes. Oh, yeah, but that's from War Games. Oh, We're going to play a game. And this game is called The Job Interview Game. Okay. So the way this game works, this won't go too long, I promise. The way this game works is it's very similar to One Word Story, except you, Will, and you, Elizabeth, are a job applicant. Collectively, Mm -hmm. you're a job applicant at a job. I'm going to read you some common job interview questions and you will answer the question one word at a time until you have an answer to the question. And we'll see what happens. Right. Okay, so we just go back and forth answering the... Yes. We're like oh, a conjoined like story, twin. But... 
Yes, but you're answering job questions. And I have a list of the most common interview questions and answers. So thank you for coming here today. I've got your resume in front of me. I've just got um, some questions. I appreciate the dialogue. I've got some questions I'm going to ask you about Mm. whether or not you're qualified to do this job. Um, mm-hmm. Let's start by, mm. tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I work at the Cheeto factory most times after dark, which isn't the best time, but has... All the Cheetos. Okay, well, I do see that here on your resume, but I appreciate the additional detail. Um, how did you hear about this position? Google told <laughs> me I should go look at a interesting position in Maryland. Okay. Oh, actually, makes okay. sense. Okay, <laughs> so Google told you. Um, I haven't heard that one before, but that's interesting. Why should we hire you? I'm an ex uh, an expert at craftsmanship, especially when knitting. Okay, well, knitting is not a part of the job, but I, I appreciate knowing that about you. I guess that's an additional additional skill. That maybe will mm-hmm. come in handy down mm-hmm. the line. Tell me about a time you demonstrated leadership skills. Mm. Well, I worked at a law firm when I suddenly broke all the vases. So I ended. <laughs> My career by cutting everyone on the bottom of their finger caps. Finger caps? Fingertips. I mean, knuckles. No, what? (laughs) Fingertips, I meant. I don't know why. Finger caps. From shards of glass. Okay, interesting. Like that's not an aspect of leadership that I was previously aware of, but I will take that into consideration when we decide what this job is the best fit for you. You just killed it. Can you explain why you chose to why you changed career paths? I found it unfulfilling to clean. Tables of law. <laughs> documents, I mean. Uh, of, docu- of documents. Um, of law. Fraud. There's a lot of law fraud at the firm. Yeah, so you were not fulfilled by cleaning law fraud documents. Well, I guess that shows you have some integrity. I mean, I that might make me want to change careers as well. (laughs) 
What are your career aspirations? I always wanted to have someone hot who <laughs> worked with me. But, <laughs> wait, never mind, never mind. <laughs> so your career aspiration is to work with someone hot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Again, we will take this into consideration when deciding whether you're the right candidate for this job. Are you willing to relocate? I might, but I would prefer to work with Jim Henson. That's two words. Oh, Jim. <coughs> Hopper. Halpert. <laughs> All right. Well, Jim Halpert does not work in the Maryland office, but I will make a note of that. Um, is there anything else you would like us to know? I love you. And I care about you. Good. Good. All right. Um <laughs> Do you have any questions for us? Anything I can answer? Does chicken fry <laughs> in the stove? <laughs> or does it fry outside the stove? I mean... I guess if it was hot enough outside, you could fry a chicken outside. Mm. Um, I, you know, most people do it on the stove top, not in the oven. But, again, I don't really know what that has to do with the, the job you're interviewing for. But um, it was great to see you today, and uh, we'll be in touch. <laughs> and that, apparently, is how you play the I, I game. I think we might have... A job think, interview game. I, I think, think we might be accused of harassment after this. Yeah, after um, after claiming that we broke a whole bunch of glass vases and stabbed people with the shards in their just fingers. Want, we would just want to work with somebody hot, specifically Jim Halpert would be nice. <laughs> and also, I love you and I care about you. I almost said Jim Hopper. I'm pretty sure it's another character. Yeah, yeah from character. Uh, Stranger Things, Stranger I think. Things. Yeah. There's only one last thing to do on the podcast, and that is... Three words for you. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. I don't even care what kind of nasty thing you're going to give me. I'll eat all of it. I'm so flipping hungry okay. right Well, now. it's actually a drink. We're going to be Ooh. sampling different sodas. Ooh, a beverage. Like today. A beverage. All right. Let me get us some cups glasses. <coughs> Always end your job interviews by saying, I love you and I care about you. <laughs> Henry? I want to go up to someone and be like, hey. If you wanna, if you wanna learn from the best, I'd recommend. Don't mention that time when you stabbed everyone with <laughs> glass vase shards. <laughs> and their That's fingertips. Great, I really like. Bleeding. I really like that game. That was great. Yeah. Henry drove me to Kroger today. Drove me to the store because he has a driver's <laughs> permit. Nice. Henry is gonna be join us for treat yourself. He drove me to Kroger. And we picked out some drinks from the specialty soda aisle Ooh, at Kroger. I already see cheer wine, I think. Have you had cheer wine before? I have, but it's been a while. I, I have had cheer wine. Cheer wine is wow. a very popular soda in North Carolina, which is where I went to law school. Clarify. So I have definitely had cheer wine before. It is not wine. But some of you either haven't or don't remember having it. I think I've had it before. 
Um, we also have Sprecher Orange Dream Craft Soda. Sprecher Ooh. is one of my favorite root beers, but I've never had their Orange Dream Craft Soda. It looks like a thing of like hot sauce. I expect or like that oil or to something. be very good. Yeah, they're kind of cool and funky. We things. also have something called New Wave Soda. This is mm. mango. It says no sugar added, simple ingredients, 25 slightly sweet calories, politely caffeinated. No sweeteners, no artificial colors, no preservatives, no artificial flavors. It's new wave soda. New wave it, soda. It's it mango like flavor. Early 80s alternative pop. And then we have Betty Buzz tonic water. Which looks contains like... Contains quinine. It looks like a bottle huh. of poison. Which it looks like used an old to take, people used to take to keep them from getting malaria. Huh. But it's oh, also I in tonic that, water. Yeah. And I believe tonic water. I wish I had a black light. I think it strobes under black light too. Really? That's Dang, actually really cool. That's awesome, yeah. Um, this one looks like it needs a bottle opener. I'm going to throw so gonna, tonic water all over my crime so scenes now. My plan here is I'm going to we're going to do these in order of sweetness because I think if you start with the sweet super flavored cheer wine, that's all you'll taste the rest of the yeah, yeah. treat yourself. I think so. So I think we're going to go Tonic water first. New wave probably. soda first. Or really? Maybe maybe tonic water. Yeah, tonic water first. New wave soda next, and then Sprecher Orange Dream, and then Cheerwine. Which the the tonic water is in this bottle that looks makes it look real old timey. It looks like um like a, a Western doctor who like gives you something that probably yeah. has like morphine in it or something. Oh, it's it, like, hey, you have a headache. Take this. It was mainly because of the cool bottle. Yeah, the cool bottle is <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah, the um, like yeah. the new wave can just has the like not one of the like super common sodas, just kind of like minimalist ish design. I don't know. Yeah, I like all of the cool bottles. Maybe I'll take a picture. There's That's... always cheer wine at um the specs near me, and I'm always like really tempted to get it because it just seemed it seems mm-hmm. nice. It's pretty good. It's super cherry. I mean, I'll let you taste it and decide for yourself. But it is, Wait, is very that, sweet. Very like just cheer wine. Okay, yeah. It's cheer and it's wine. I don't Honestly, know what you're expecting. <laughs> I feel like design of bottles like that. I feel like when it comes right. to like like design, like it's like with bottle, like with soda, that's like one of the most like important. All things. right, so we're gonna start with the Betty Buzz tonic water, which contains quinine. Quinine, quinine, I think is how you pronounce it. Out of all the things, soda is where like design matters the most. I love opening bottles with bottle openers. It feels so nice. Oh, I should have let you do it. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, you should have. There's two more. All right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those are screw tops. I love opening screw tops, too. It does have a little bit of um, agave in it, so I'm assuming it's just a little bit sweet. And we never played the... It kind of smells like Sprite, but that might just be the carbonation. I don't the pouring soda drop on my phone here anymore. Oh, man. Oh, didn't you get one for the, like, new kind of soda? I definitely... I remember one time um, when we were on our cruise... um, Will handed me like something. Oh yeah, I was gonna bring that up. Yeah, he handed me like a, a cup, and I thought it was Sprite, and I was no, like, because I, I told you that it was like, oh yeah, it just has like a lot of cherries in it. It's like because a, these a are drinks. We don't and need I took to... a big old gulp, and I was like, that's the worst <laughs> Sprite. <laughs> we don't need to worry about chewing into the mic because this is a drink. So what if I smack my lips really wet? Don't smack your lips really wet. Okay. I feel like as tonic like water goes, like this is actually not that bitter. I was about to say it's much better than I remember I tonic like water it. being. It's kind of refreshing. I remember tonic water being a lot more butter. I'm gonna give it a strong okay. This is gonna be a weird take. I don't mind it, yeah. but it kind of sounds like it kind of tastes like um 
like the the sidewalk from like a really like kind of older timey like city I but mean, like I think, I think in a good is, way <laughs> it's the kind of stuff you would use as like a mixer and other drinks like if you're making yeah. a nice mocktail for yourself it just yeah, tastes very like, like rustic kind of yeah it is it's definitely like you sip it and it's like it's fine it just tastes like carbonated water a little bit and then it gets bitter but then like afterwards there's almost like a citrusy flavor i, I really like. like the bottle it i has love like the bottle Betty buzz embossed on the bottle uh, i'll the, give it an okay glass i'll give it an okay but i kind of really like it just for like kind of just the vibe that it gives Everybody, like it tastes okay. I mean, say it's okay. Like a, yeah, it's fine. Oh, I don't know. It's interesting. I'll give it an okay, I guess. Okay, all around. All right. Yeah. Let's try the mango new wave soda. New wave soda is just a cool name for soda. It is, and there's like say. a little like VW camper bus with a surfboard on the side of it. So and it's, it's like all orange. It's and like white. you're a surfer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the soda of the summer. I think it's supposed to look like retro kind of. I thought it looks pretty modern. It's actually kind of a nice noise hearing it pour in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe I mean, we should like pour it, do that thing that, um, I don't know if you watch any mukbang. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Oh, yeah, we do that on the podcast all the <laughs> Oh, time. I love that. All right. Kind of sour. It's less sweet than I was expecting. Yeah, not very sweet at all, but a no? little bit of sweet. It's not like as bad as like a LaCroix. That's a little... Yeah, I wasn't really expecting this to be more of like a... It's more... Oh, it's oh, it does more say no sugar. Yet. Aromatic? Like flavored water. Yeah, yeah. I don't... I might, it's, not, it's not carbonated, is it? I expect it to be carbonated. No, it does say carbonated it's, water. It's a teeny bit of carbonation. Slightly carbonated. Like it's kind of like those like flavored waters that aren't sweet, but it's not quite as I think disgusting. It's, it's kind of halfway between those um, San Pellegrinos and LaCroix. Like, it's, yeah. it's not quite yeah. as fruity as that, but it smells very mango-y, which... Oh, which I think like enhances my experience. It I don't, does have I really a nice like little it. like I really mango like it. aftertaste. It's but refreshing. Yeah. You can call it delicious. I'm gonna call it delicious. Yeah. I yum, have yum, to yum, give yum, it maybe yum. a high. Delicioso. Meh. It's disappointing. N-E-H. Yeah. It's I'm gonna split the difference. Call it okay. What about would, you, Henry? I'll call it okay. I think that if you mix it's this not with offensive, like, but it's not delicious. I think if you mix yeah. it with like a little bit of like lemonade and like, I could see myself like sipping this yeah, on I the beach. Yeah, that being good. Yeah, that'd be, right. that'd be great. The next one is Sprecher Orange Dream. I have high hopes for this one because I already makes like Sprecher. a very good root beer. Yeah, and I feel like, like most top tier root beer. Most like is, craft root beer companies, like the root beer is the most touch and go. I would say Sprecher and Henry Weinhards are like the two at the very top of the tier for root beer. If this is bad, like it'll be a huge disappointment. I, I don't think it's going to be that bad. Not to jinx I mean, it. and I generally like an orange cream soda because I think that's a good flavor combo. Yeah, orange, oh, yeah. orange cream is usually usually pretty good so it's cream, cream sodas sloths. usually the only issue that i have with them is that they're a little too sweet but yeah but, but that that's, that's cream, not really an issue in small amounts that orange vanilla coke is so good have, i remember have having that it? yeah i remember having it when like it hadn't even been released yet it was just at like this one freestyle machine at a specific restaurant i would always go there just to have the orange vanilla coke I mean, this tastes like a melted popsicle, and I think it's totally. delicious. That's yum, 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 oh, yum. Yeah, it's delicious. Delicioso. That's like what I mean. Oh, you know what? This would be great as like, um, it is really, really sweet. It's very cream soda-y. Um, this it, would be great exactly to have like, like a, like, um, 
As like a float, yeah. Yeah, with yeah. like a scoop of ice cream in yeah, it. Yeah, that would be just like the, that'd be fantastic. It would be super sweet, but it would be wonderful. Oh, yeah. Just like the orange vanilla flavors of creamies, which we always have. Does everyone think Utah. this is delicious or is someone wants oh, yeah. to say it? Oh, for sure. It, it could be a bit more carbonated. Jamie does not believe but... me about creamies. Yeah, it strangely didn't seem very carbonated to me. I, I don't know why. Does Jamie not think that creamies are real? Well, they thought that I was joking about it. <laughs> When like, yeah. cause I was like so pumped up. I was like, oh yeah, creamies are great. And Jamie was like, you're making that up. And I was like, no. And then I sent them like a picture of it and I, they were like, okay, but it's just like a popsicle or whatever. I was like, no, you don't understand, dude. You yeah. don't understand. And the last drink here is cheer wine. Very popular drink in North Carolina, as I mentioned. Crafted cherry taste since 1917. Here, I'm gonna, also comes in a cute little bottle. I'm going to take a little sip of tonic water to clear my, cleanse my palate. Okay. Everything happened in 1917, apparently. All right. I think I've had this before. I'm pretty sure I have. I think I got it from, like, Central Market. Perhaps. Ooh, smells just like Twizzlers. I never thought that before, sort of like but... Sort Twizzlers drink. Kind of does, I mean, yeah. it, it smells like cheer wine. Cheer wine's a very distinct flavor. Yeah. There's, like, a certain flavor... They're, not all cherry flavors smells like this, but there's a certain kind of cherry flavor that it smells like. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like there's there's cola in it, but it's mostly... It's like it's, you take the cherry and you just amp it up. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly, very exactly. It's like Dr. Pepper if you, like, muted some of the almond notes it's and, like, like just it's cranked like the cherry up cherry the cherry. I feel like, yes, yeah. I feel like cherry flavor in soda is, like, a different kind of cherry flavor yeah, than it's like different, in candy. different kind. Yeah, it's, it's in good. In North Carolina, you can have che- you can get cheer wine like in the soda fountain at a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's how popular it is okay, there. It's basically... To... Oh, it's like um, Dr. Pepper for kind that of, yeah. area. Yeah. Okay, so I was trying to think of like what this reminded me of, and then I realized it just reminded me of like cherry syrup. <laughs> yeah, 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 straight up. It's I almost it's got delicious. like a bubble gummy quality to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically also would be great. Also would be great. The Luden's cough drops kind of tastes like this too i you hate cough those, drops. the cherry cough <laughs> oh drops. cherry cough drops suck yeah i hate cough drops in general but it's i can good. have them as long as they're not trying to be cherry i think it's delicious anyone want to say it's something no it's else? delicious yeah. yeah it's delicious it's delicious all right i think my favorite was the orange dream um, weirdly enough and i don't say this about like non-sweet sodas like at all i think my favorite was the uh, new wave like it was just oh, really? genuinely refreshing yeah i do not think yeah. they're a new wave i didn't uh, hate any of them no, I Based didn't even hate the, the tonic water. Bottle alone, I like Betty tonic Buzz water. tonic water, <laughs> and then the cheer wine, and then the Sprecher. But we're not really grading the bottle by taste. I would say, I don't know that I do like cheer wine quite a bit, but I already knew mm-hmm. I liked it. The Sprecher's really good. Mm-hmm. It's that extremely really good. sweet. I couldn't eat it. I couldn't drink it a lot because no. it's sort of more of like it's a dessert beverage. Let's just say it. Yeah. yeah right now, I kind of feel like a scoop of ice cream. I feel like the sweetness is just like like penetrating like the yeah. skin on my stomach right now. <laughs> yeah. So I, that is treat yeah. yourself, and that is our podcast. Thank you, Will and Henry. Thank you. Thank you, Henry, for joining us for Treat Yourself. That was fun. Thank you, Will and Elizabeth, for being on the podcast. <laughs> thank and thank you, you especially to anyone who's listening. If you are listening, let us know. You can email us at talkdadpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us at talkdadpodcast on Instagram and Facebook or at, on Twitter at Podcast. If you want to help us out, there's two things you can do. One, you can tell a friend about our podcast. And the other thing you can do is you can leave us a review wherever you found us so that other people might be able to find the podcast. This has been a lot of fun, and we will see you later. Now it's time for-